The Old Pre-Meds Podcast is part of the MedEd Media Network at mededmedia.com. This is the Old Pre-Meds Podcast, session number 89. You're a non-traditional student entering the medical field on your terms. You may have had some hiccups along the way, but now you're ready to change course and go back and serve others as a physician. This podcast is here to help answer your questions and help educate you on your non-traditional journey to becoming a physician. Now, welcome to the Old Pre-Meds Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week at the Old Pre-Meds Podcast. Let me say Old Pre-Meds one more time. <laughs> and, and I also host the MCAT Podcast, the Pre-Med Years and Specialty Stories. And a new one coming along down the line called Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A, where I'm taking our Facebook Live videos and converting those into podcasts. So if you didn't know, we have an amazing Facebook page and amazing Facebook group of over 3,000 students and very active in that community. You can go to medicalschoolhq.net slash group to join the group. Uh, but on our Facebook page, which is at medicalschoolhq.net slash Facebook, we do almost daily, unless I am out traveling, uh, almost daily Facebook Lives. Uh, yeah, Facebook Lives. That's what you call them, I think. <laughs> um, we do Facebook Lives where I cover questions that you send in or something that came up during one of my coaching calls with a student earlier in the day or the day before, or I have a list of other topics to cover. Uh, and those have been awesome. So lots of stuff going on at the medical school headquarters and old pre-meds. Today we have an interesting story from a 39-year-old mother who is deciding to choose possibly to pursue medicine. So let's read it. It's a little bit long, but I'll read it here. It says, hi everyone, I'm new here, been listening to the podcast for a while now, but just signed up on this form recently. I'm a 39-year-old mother of three, five, seven, and nine years old in Canada, and I'm very seriously considering finally, finally applying to med school next summer for July 2019 start. I graduated with a Bachelor of Nursing degree in 2001 and worked as an RN for 13 years in pediatric oncology, and I loved it. I've been at home with my children for the past five years now, but my littlest is entering kindergarten, and I found myself wondering if pursuing medicine is actually a realistic goal. I've wanted to be a doctor since I was nine. I talked myself out of it in university. I wasn't smart enough, didn't have what it takes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But it's always been there in the back of my mind. My life took a heartbreaking turn two years ago, and I was diagnosed with interstitial lung disease with pulmonary fibrosis. I'm stable now and have been for a while. My pulmonologist knows my med school dreams, and she fully supports me in this endeavor. At this point, we don't really know if I have 10 years left until my disease progresses, or 5 or 40. To which I say, no one really knows how much time they have left. You or I could be hit by a truck tomorrow. And I'll be darned if I'm just going to sit here and let this disease dictate my life. I wouldn't even mention my pulmonary fibrosis if it weren't for the fact that being diagnosed was a potentially life-threatening, uh, being diagnosed with a potentially life-threatening lung disease and having to navigate the medical system as a patient for the past few years was the catalyst for me in deciding that I could really affect some change as a physician. I think I could truly help my patients. If you're still reading this ramble on, you are a saint. <laughs> I, 
I'd need to do a year of some basic sciences and MCAT prep, and it does need to be full-time study or it doesn't count towards my GPA, which was 3.1 from my nursing degree. Suffice it to say, I'd make a much better student now than I was when I was 20. So this next year will be a lot of work and costs a lot of money with, of course, no guarantee that I'd be accepted. I guess my hesitation isn't so much the next year or two year, uh, next year or two of pre-med work, though there isn't any actual pre-med or even post-bac streams at my university where we live, and there's zero chance we could relocate due to my husband's job here. Work doesn't scare me. I know I could do it. My hesitation is around what it will cost my children. I'm afraid of how much less time I will have with them. I'm afraid that I won't be there when they need me the most. I feel like children need their mothers close by in the teen years, maybe even more than in their early years. Of course, I know that it will teach them loads about perseverance and strength and determination, but will that be enough to offset not having me around as much? I so badly wish I had a crystal ball so I could see into the future and know if it was the right decision. For those of you who are further down the path, at what point do you feel like you got your life back a little bit again? Do you feel like the sacrifices it took for you to become a doctor were worth it in the end? And any Canadians up in here, (laughs) thankful for this space to let it all out, Lauren. All right, so interesting story here. Nurse, who's been a stay-at-home mom for the last five years, has three kids, and has a potentially devastating diagnosis of pulmonary fibrosis. but is now making the leap, make, kind of making the decision. It didn't sound like she was 100% there, but is, is on board potentially maybe with being pre-med, going the pre-med route, and applying to medical school soon in the next year. So let's, let's dive into this a little bit. So obviously, I've been through the process. I went to medical school, did my internship year, wife was going through residency, we didn't have kids during that process. And it was kind of a a choice that we made to wait until Allison was out of her residency before we had our first child. That said, there are plenty, plenty of students who go through this process with kids. Now, Lauren, you said you've listened to the podcast for a while now. If you haven't listened to the pre-med years podcast, there are a lot of podcasts in there where I talk to moms who are going through medical school with their kids and how they make it happen. Now, here's what I'm going to say. And, and it may come off bad. Uh, it may come off that I'm a man and, and you're the mom. I'm a, I'm a dad and you're a mom. And so there's differences there. But here's, here's where I think your attention should be. I think that you shouldn't worry about how it's going to affect your kids. Because not doing something and having it affect you is going to affect your kids more than how life is going to change with you being busy. If you don't do this, this is something you've wanted since you were nine years old. If you don't do this, it will affect you. It has affected you. It's obviously affected you to a point where it's finally coming to a boiling point here after a devastating, uh, potentially devastating diagnosis that it's finally coming out and saying, you know what? I need to do this. If you don't do it, 
that will affect your kids physically, mentally, whatever. That will affect your kids more than doing it and having less time with them. It just will. Now, the time that you will have with them will be super high quality time, right? It'll be scheduled. Mommy's studying from these hours to these hours. I'm going to be home from these hours. We're going to have dinner. We're going to watch a movie. It's going to be a lot more structured. Your kids are old enough to handle that though. So they're old enough to understand what you're doing, why you are doing it, and they are old enough to appreciate it. And you mentioned it uh, at the bottom that they're going to learn about the perseverance, strength, and determination. They're going to learn about chasing dreams. They're going to learn about struggling with self-doubt, which you had before, and overcoming that, which you have now. You need to not worry about how it's going to affect them. If this is your dream, you chase it. You make the rest of it work. It just, you make it work. It will work. Don't worry about them as a potential roadblock on this journey. Just use them as your strength to get through everything that you need to get through. Lean on them, have them support you, have them cheer for you, and go from there. So hopefully that helps you on your journey. I wish you the best of luck on your journey. Go listen to those other podcasts if you haven't already uh, on the pre-med years where I've interviewed moms going through the process and what they've done to successfully navigate that process. If you join our Facebook group, there's an amazing Facebook group at medicalschoolhq.net slash group. And if you try to tag somebody, you can tag Sylvia. Sylvia in the group is in a third-year medical student now, and she has two or three kids at home and a husband at home. And um, and she talks about her journey and, and everything that's happening now. So if you need a little bit more support, go check out the Facebook group as well for that. Again, that's medical school, hq.net slash group. All right. With that said, I hope you have a great week. If this was helpful for you, go share it. Go shout it from the rooftops and uh, do whatever you need to do with this podcast. But I hope it was helpful for you. Have a great week. We'll see you next time here at the Old Pre-Meds Podcast.